What is up, guys? Welcome to the Voice of Jesse Chris yet again, and I'm here talking with one of my closest friends, Kayla Renee. I ne- I never knew how to say her last name properly, so I'm not Ochoa. even gonna- Ochoa. Ochoa. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're we're here, people to people, yet again, talking about people and. Everybody has their views, everybody has their sides, but we forget that people are just people with emotions and moods that constantly change, and it helps, I feel it helps, to hear other people just talk genuinely to other people to see how the world works and to help others socialize a little bit better and know that like communication is imperfect. There's constant miscommunication. You can never say the right thing properly the first time, usually. And, yeah. So, Kayla. Yes. Give us a verbal resume of what you got going on. <laughs> a verbal resume? Yes. Um, I am 25 years old. <laughs> nice. Um, Same. I dance with Mr. Jesse Chris. Hello. <laughs> and then um, I'm also a student and work full time. What you are you know? a student in? What do you do? I'm studying chemistry right now. Finally finishing. Yeah. So you like like elements <laughs> and, <stuff. laughs> and like how they mix. Yeah. So if I were to get how pure. React. Oh, react. <laughs> Sorry. Damn. Professional <laughs> over here. So if I were to get like pure copper. And mixed oh God, it don't test me. with pure hydrogen somehow. <laughs> that's I don't think that's a thing. Uh, no, okay. Um, <laughs> I was about to say pure pneumonia, but I know that's not an element. <laughs> um, if you get pure hydrogen and mix it with pure oxygen, what do you get? Pure hydrogen, two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, can I say water? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Broke that down. Chemistry. (laughs) Boom. What about about H2O mixing with pure potassium? Well, I think it, I don't know. Pure potassium. I guess it would dissolve, right? I thought it explodes. I thought that's an explosion. Does it? (laughs) I think so. I don't know. I'm not a good chemist. But, but you're... So I don't have my degree yet. You're on your way. You're on your way. You're on your way. Now, you do a lot of things. Now, I know you dabble with dancing and... Mm-hmm. What was it? Real estate and... <laughs> yeah. Chemistry, going to school for it, on top of working full-time and being an essential worker. Yeah. How do you manage all that? How do you stay organized and what motivates you? And have you always been this organized? Um... Uh... Definitely have not always been this organized. I have breakdowns about once a week, you know. Jeez. <laughs> well, I'm no, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. It's stressful, but I guess I guess I'm finally in a place that I want to get things done. So it's worth the stress this time. That's yeah. positive thinking. <laughs> now, about like how you uh, said you've you've never always been this organized. What mm-hmm. created that change to be disorganized? Because I feel like you're one of the most organized people that I know. Um, I think, well, the first time in school, that complete and utter failure. Um, I was very disorganized. <laughs> My whole life was disorganized. Work, school, 
And so I hit some pretty low points that made me realize that I need to get this all together so that I can stay on top of it and not hit these low places anymore. Do you think you needed those low places, though, to get to where you are now? Definitely. Yeah, because otherwise, if I hadn't gone as low as I had gone, I'd still be head barely above water struggling. (laughs) So if, if you had you now and you can go back in time to talk to you then... Do you think that you then would believe you? Mm. No. Why not? Because I had, well, I guess maybe if it was me, it'd be different. But I had family telling me, you know, basically what I would tell myself now. So I don't think it would have made a difference. I was just stuck in where it was. (laughs) I I always think about things like that. Like, I I dwell on the past a lot. It's kind of like my thing. (laughs) But. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's just crazy how nothing could really change our fate then. If we couldn't even convince ourselves, and we know ourselves more than anybody, we live through it, then what can? So, nothing. You're meant to go through it. Yeah, you're meant to make these mistakes. You're meant to... Mm-hmm. You're, that's, that's part of the molding process, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now dance. Dance for you. <laughs> uh-huh. What's your relationship with it? Um, my lifeline. It's kind of, yeah, (laughs) it's kind of the one place that I feel like sane and not worried about everything else all at once. That's dope. Now I'm going to call you out a little bit. Um, Oh, God. (laughs) But I've been noticing that you are freestyling a little bit more than when you first started. And what is the reason for that? Um, getting more confident in myself, I think. I still, don't get me wrong, I still struggle with freestyle. Um, April has to drag me across the floor most of the time. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just gaining more confidence in who I am, I guess, as a person. And that's translating to dance as well. (laughs) If you were to give like advice to like anybody, (laughs) what would it be? As general as That's possible. That's so vague. It yeah. is. <laughs> I need a subject. Um, okay. You see somebody going through hard times. Mm-hmm. Trying to do all the things you're doing. Run a full-time job, but still pursue their degree in school. And they want to maintain their hobbies and their, their, their leisure activities. What would you give, like, advice-wise to that person? Hmm. I would say it's worth the struggle. Just keep pushing because realistically you need all of those things in your life. You need that hobby to enjoy and take some of the pressure off. But I also think you need to continue pushing yourself as a person to develop professionally and academically. And so it's all an important balance. So Kayla, um, I just want to let you know that it's worth the struggle. (laughs) It's... (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> Going full circle to like what you were saying about like, you know, the few, you know, you, I, I, yeah. like, I like thinking about what about the future self for me now? You know what I mean? Like me in my yeah. 40s were to come back to talk to me now. What would he tell me? And then I would want him to tell me certain things. I would want him um, to give me certain advice to tell me that I've accomplished this much and I just needed to keep going. 
So. And I think too that's make that's made a big difference. Is now I'm thinking more future than just right now. Mm. So I do imagine like future self kind of thing. Yeah. So. Like I'm not. I think future, but not that far as of right now for me. I I think. Oh yeah. I just think of like where I want. I mean, to you're be. old too, so. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. How, you're 25, right? You're 25. Yeah, well, I'm not that far off you. Yeah, you know, not at all. So <laughs> shut up about that. So how do you think? Like when you meet somebody for the first time, what are you looking for in terms of like somebody that、mm. you can like call a friend? Um. Well, I'm very introverted. So when I meet people, I need them <laughs> to be the conversation starter. And the bubbly, outgoing one. That explains why we're friends. Okay, exactly.、Uh, <laughs> that's great. So you you have your gates closed pretty much. You don't let anybody in unless they ask. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I um. It takes a lot to. I have to be very comfortable with someone in order to be, I guess, outgoing and weird and opening up.、Mm-hmm. So. That, and that makes a lot of sense. I mean. Be, but because I feel like you are outgoing, you are like weird and stuff. But I know you now. You know what I mean. So like I,、yeah. I know who you are. So of course I、and、can put you in、studio. that category. I still remember like the first day you took class.、Um, I think the first day you took class was the same day that Teresa took class. Sure thing.、Mm-hmm. And like it's so crazy to see how both of you now are both like my friends and like <laughs> like. Family almost because it's so weird. In that video, we're like dancing next to each other, and I don't think we said one word to each other that class. Yeah, like all three of us are in there, but none of us like <laughs> knew each other. You know what I mean? And then like、yeah. now, it's like we could all like get a drink together. So, and and it's crazy to see that because like I document everything. I document all my classes and stuff. So not not many people have that. Not many people they can they have like a memory of it, but they don't have like an actual video of people next to each other as strangers. Not knowing that、mm-hmm. they're gonna become friends later on, you know, and、mm-hmm. I think that's interesting because if you don't see it like that, then you'll never see the progress you've made with somebody. Yeah.、Know? Because like, or as a person. Yeah. For like myself, like the difference in who I was then and then now. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> like I always, I always do that where I, where I watch like an old video of myself and I like. I'm very empathetic, so I like. I even put myself in my past JC stuff, and then I think about like, <laughs> oh man, I I did that class, but I was about to rush to a party, or I was about to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, and it's crazy to think about like that was my priority back then, you know? That was what I wanted <laughs> to do, like, like, or even like an old piece that I choreographed. Like, I chose that move to put it in there. Would you ever teach a dance class? No. Wow, that was. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on.、Um, It's scary. Well, get up to choreograph to teach a dance class. I'll lead a warm up. <laughs> right, that, and that's another thing. You don't hesitate to take leadership.、Um, you don't hesitate to be a person of management, but you are introverted and you don't want to be like put on the spot. What are the differences between those two that make you make that decision? I think, in a leadership role, I guess you're kind of forced to be that person. I,、mm, I don't know how to explain this. So no, I guess I'm、sense. kind of like an introverted extrovert. I guess like I want 
to interact with people. There's just so much going on mentally that it's hard for me to. And so when I'm in a leadership role, it's kind of like forced to put myself out there. And because I feel or is I'm able to like, I can be demanding. <laughs> so I feel like in a leadership role that allows for that more than just in like, I guess, your regular personality. Awesome. I'm writing that down. Control freak. Not kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> I am. Like, this is new. <laughs> um, well, that's. Because I, I was always intrigued by that because, like, I knew you were shy and I know you're introverted. But then, like, when you took the assistant director job, you you mm-hmm. ran with it like it was it, flawlessly. Like, I would put you on the spot for something and you didn't even hesitate to do it or, like, say something. But then, like, mm-hmm. in our meetings beforehand, you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But then, like, <laughs> when it comes when it comes to actually, like, performing, you're there. And I, I wanted to know why there's a difference there. Why can't you just do that on your own then? Why can't you just be extroverted off the get-go? And I I don't know what the boundary is, but I do know, like, starting off in this podcast when we started talking, like, <laughs> I feel like it's your self-esteem. You, you talk yourself down yeah. before you even start doing anything. Well, and I think, too, when it's, like, a leadership role – other people are counting on you and then kind of the overachiever in me comes out. Mm-hmm. Whereas like just a regular day-to-day like social exchange, it's just me. But what if the in world leadership is counting other people on counting. You. Oh, Think about that, I'm, you know? <laughs> like yeah. because like you're 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 skillful in not like how you're organized and how how much you've achieved for yourself. So it's like if, you know, you can contribute to that and then you're willing to do so like what's stopping you from doing that like i know you would help somebody if they're in need in front of you but as we get older we notice that that's not that obvious anymore people need help but Mm -hmm. nobody's calling out for it anymore yeah um yeah i think i mean i am definitely one to always help but um it would, I guess, take time for me to get to know people on that level. And what what's contributed to that? Like, why? Why do you think you think that way? Like, from other people's? Like, like why, like why yeah. it would take time? Yeah, why it would take well, just time? just because I why, know yeah. as... I just know, like, as people, you don't want to, like, ask for help off the bat. So you have to come to, like, trust a person first. Mm-hmm. And... So, like, for me, for example, that takes time. Was there any point in time where you were vulnerable and you kind of let that go? Like, you trusted people a lot quicker? Was there a time in your life? Yeah, when I was younger, I was super outgoing and, like, um, wanting to make all the friends that I could and talking to everybody. Like, I was that kind of person that... Like, in middle school, for example, there was a girl who, it was her first day, and I just went and sat next to her and started talking to her. She probably thought it was weird, <laughs> but um, it, I guess out of that, though, I, like, once I got a little bit older, I found out that a lot of those people were, like, talking bad about me, telling like, saying terrible things behind my back, and so it just kind of closed me off, mm-hmm. because I don't... I thought they were my friends. And so to me, it's like, well, who knows like what they're thinking of me when I'm talking to them. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm like starting conversation with a new person, I guess I'm kind of 
in my head wondering, okay, what are they thinking? Was that weird to say? Was that weird to do? So. You know what's crazy is that, like, every time we look back on, like, those times when we were younger and outgoing like that, this is always, especially for females, from what I've, yeah, actually mainly only females <laughs> when I, that I've talked to, that's always the case. You always have mm. this group of fake friends that talk shit behind your back. <laughs> that's, yeah. That, that's typically, like, like, do you think that's a, a building process that has to continue? Or how else can it happen? Can you just have good friends off the get-go? I mean, when I was younger, I thought everybody was inherently good. And as I got older, I realized I'm an idiot. So there's a lot of things <laughs> yeah. that, that can change. Yeah, I... I mean, I wish I had it hadn't been that way. But at the same time, maybe it, like, caused me to reflect on in some areas probably too much reflection like overthinking but in some areas I'm sure it helped me grow like wanting to hear other people's input maybe not being so bossy and <laughs> things like that gotcha gotcha like constructive criticism as opposed to just like talking bad yeah I think I took like personally I think it took it farther than constructive criticism but a normal mind could probably process it as constructive criticism better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's still something people struggle with day to day. That's not something that you learn and it sticks with you. That's something you have to practice. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. All right. And I, I want to get on that subject after this break um, about overthinking because I think both you and I do that. <laughs> and yeah. I think we need to talk through that a little bit. So, um We'll be right back after this break. All right, we're back. Still talking to Kayla Renee Ochoa. 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 Now, I wanted to touch on the topic of overthinking. And I suffer from this disease as well. Um, how can we stop it? Or how can we control it? Oh. I don't think you can. You just... Because you have to I distract feel like yourself. I, I get that, but then, like, nobody says distracting yourself is healthy because it's just going to come back tenfold. But, I mean, like, I feel like because I overthink, I have a tough time letting go of things. And I am now learning, you know, at 31 that <laughs> letting go is an essential part of your psyche. And yeah. I don't think I can for a lot of things in my life. And I feel like I'm I'm doomed because of it <laughs> no i don't think so i think i don't think distracting yourself is necessarily unhealthy because it's kind of training your brain not to pay attention to that as much mm. and so the less and less that it's on your mind eventually not saying immediate but eventually it just won't be something that comes up to you eventually that eventually yeah. feels forever because every day I'm reminding myself that it's still there. You know what I mean? Like that's why yeah. that's why it's a, it's a little rough for that. Like just thinking about life in general, maintaining what I have going on, my health. And speaking of health, wait a minute, you had COVID nineteen, correct? I did. Now I don't look online for things. I just. I just see on social media, on the news and stuff, the numbers of COVID-19. 
and I don't really get to hear from patients. They all just say like, "I heard about it, and it's not a joke." And it, you know, it kind of <laughs> like kind of vibe. I don't know what kind of impersonation I was doing right there, but um, <laughs> what's your take on it? I will tell you the exact same thing. It's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. It was pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, ha- was... you have an underlying symptom, right? Underlying. Is that the word? Underlying anyway. condition. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, yeah, I have asthma. Yeah. So. Did that make it worse? Uh, like, did you feel like that made it worse? I don't think so because it didn't necessarily affect my lungs. Mm, that's um, good. It definitely. Because that's usually yeah. the part that kills people. So that works out. <laughs> yeah. Um, here I am. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wouldn't say that it necessarily contributed to it, but it did, it did hit me a lot harder than my boyfriend. Yeah. He, he was back at it in like two, three days and I was completely bedridden for two weeks. Now, what, um, what, what's the difference though? Like why, why do you think there was a difference between you and, and your, uh, your boyfriend? I don't know. <laughs> What is it? My boyfriend Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I think so lame, so cheesy, but I think hydration. <laughs> for real? To drink he, water? For real. He's like super, he drinks water all the time. He's always super hydrated. And so like once he was sick, it was the same thing. He was just chugging water all day. But me, <laughs> I don't drink water. And when it got really bad, I called... Um, the nurse advice line because I didn't I wanted to try to avoid the hospital yeah and um basically she yeah she basically said that my symptoms mostly sound and like the reason I couldn't break my fever because I had a fever the whole two weeks Mm -hmm. was um because I was dehydrated so either I needed to get hydrated at home by myself or I had to go in for an IV so I just drank a shit ton of Pedialyte for the next like five days. Oh, and there it, you go. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, if you get COVID, drink water um, <laughs> and plenty water of and it. Pedialyte. And and Pedialyte. I have no idea what that is, but drink it. It doesn't sound you like know, something. It sounds kind of like a poison a little bit, but um. <laughs> you don't know what drink. Pedialyte is? I don't. I don't. It's like well, it's mostly for kids, but it's um, <laughs> it's like uh, what's the word? electrolytes oh gatorade but yeah not as sugary as gatorade so it's actually like better for you <laughs> well now i know if i get covid i'm just drinking a bunch of gatorade so mm. that, that you just gave me the green light on that one and i will i feel like i will eventually get it because i feel like everybody will eventually get covid um, i agree so i don't know why we're still counting you know what i mean <laughs> it's still yeah how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the precautions taken, especially being that you are a recovered COVID-19 patient? Um, I don't mind. Like, I'm not one of the crazy ones that, why do we have to wear a mask? Um, I don't mind that. But I do think that we're kind of waiting for nothing right now. Because mm-hmm. even with, say, we get a vaccine, even with the vaccine, like, there's not going to be enough people actually getting the vaccine to reach her immunity for this so it's really gonna take everyone getting sick (laughs) yeah we're past that point now yeah 
and I completely agree with that. Um, it's 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 scary. It's traumatizing. It's like a movie. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Wait yeah. a minute. Speaking Whoa. of movies, <laughs> hold on. There is something that you and I both have in common. <laughs> that <laughs> and that is we both are big fans of horror films. You have tattoos. Love. I don't. <laughs> um, but, yeah. What, uh, favorite scary movie? Okay, like, actually scary or just my favorite, like... Creepy scary. The ones that stick creepy with Creepy scary. Okay. Um, the very first one that ever, like, ruined me was The Grudge. Uh... It's, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. That one was a rough one. But, and, oh, you know what? Hmm. Mirror, also. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh, I do remember that one. That was a weird mm-hmm. ending. Like, the age that I watched it, like, I couldn't comprehend the ending of it. And I don't want to give mm-hmm. any spoilers away to anybody <laughs> listening to my podcast. For this 15-year-old movie. <laughs> Yeah, you haven't had a chance to see it. I know it's pretty fresh, uh, but still. <laughs> but yeah, especially yeah, at the end like... when Thanos snapped his fingers, it's insane. <laughs> so, I, don't know. I still like glance. I, I do a double take in the mirror, like when I walk away from it. I think mirrors are a little creepy. Uh, yeah, there. There's so many videos I remember back in the day for old websites. Where it's stuff where somebody's looking in a mirror and they turn away, but the reflection's still looking. Like, mm-hmm. stupid things like that that, that consistently <laughs> scare me. Yeah. Um, my favorite what? one is still Sinister. Yeah. It's Sinister uh, because okay. it it had a lot of potential. And I think because I'm also an overthinker, I saw that potential <laughs> through the movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, it's about a demon named Bagul that uses imagery and art to haunt um, kids within the vicinity to like kill their families. All right, mm-hmm. so that is yeah. that's what it is. And like he's like editing a video and he sees a vi- a video of Bagul, but Bagul can use videos and stuff to move. So like, I remember one year I forgot. I think it was two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. After the movie came out, I made a makeshift Bagul mask, and. <laughs> I would, when people would be taking pictures, I would try to photobomb all of them with my Bagul mask. You're evil. Because that's freaking priceless. You know, think about that. Like, the movie's about how he moves through pictures, and then, like, he should, like, that's, oh. So. Just a month later looking at that picture, and. Yeah. Like I, 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 I want to write Sinister Three. I haven't seen Sinister Two yet, which is oh, you should watch it. I liked it. Yeah. I, I really want to see Sinister Two. I'm I'm scared it's gonna lower my you know my standards of it because the first one for me was huge. Mm. Um. So, but I liked it better. That I have a habit of making that unpopular opinion about movies, but I did like the second one better. Huh. Why do you think that is? Um, for that one, it's just, like, that one focuses all on the ki- on kids. Mm-hmm. Like, completely, like, it goes through all the old ki- the old kids' stories. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. So, mm-hmm. I will, I want to, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. I have to, eventually. 
I don't want to watch it by myself <laughs> though. But yeah, I have. Well, to. yeah, if you're gonna write Sinister Three. I, I, yeah, I'd probably need some. I, I'd probably need to watch Sinister <laughs> Two for continuity at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> um. What is the scariest? And I mean, if you're you're a horror fan like me, what is the scariest mm-hmm. scenario to you? By the way, like for a horror movie or no, like like if you live in your da- daily life and because of your fandom of horror f- flicks. Like, mm-hmm. what situation are you, like, petrified of? Like, like alone mm-hmm. in a parking lot after hours, you know, small mm-hmm. things like that. Like, what is traumatizing to you because of your fandom of horror flicks? Um, I think, let's see. I'm not scared of, like, real life. <laughs> like, killers and all that. I, that. Those don't scare me, so I guess... Not a parking lot scenario, but I deeply believe in demons. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, my nightmare scenario, like, anybody busting out a Ouija board, I'm out. I will not even mess with it. Makes a lot of sense. I, I I plan on doing in October uh, podcasts where I tell my scary stories and some of the ones that I've written and some of the ones that are like my life experiences, but I've turned it into a scary story. Um, uh-huh. So you should definitely tune in for that eventually when that comes out mm-hmm. next month. So Ouija boards? Yeah. Oh, oh, Ouija board stories? I only have one, but and it's not that good and it's not done. So <laughs> probably won't see it. Not next month at least. Um, but this podcast, uh, I know I'm saying in October in the podcast, but uh, it is October if you're listening to this now because I released this one on my birthday. Today I turned 32. Earlier I said it was 31, but now that you're listening to it, this came out October 5th, my birthday. I am 32. Woot. Um, oh, man. Old man, thirty-two. I mean, I'm not that old. I I don't feel that no, old. No, thirty's the new like twenty, right? I don't know who says that, but yeah, yeah, sure, I'm down. Yeah, all cool. the old people. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I go up to old people and I'm just like, man, I'm so old, just to egg on for them to be like, oh no, you're not. You're a youngin. You're right, sir. And then just walk away. <laughs> That's what I do. Thanks. Hi, ma'am. Can I help you across the street? All right, man, I'm so old. No, you're not. Thanks, ma'am. Walk away. <laughs> in the middle of the street. At least it helped. <laughs> oh, in the middle of the street? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that is, um, that's dope. I like, I like scary movies. I, I do like jump scare movies, but then in that moment. But the creepy ones that linger. Yeah. Oh, like Dead Silence. They haven't made it. I love Dead Silence. That's my next tattoo. For real? You're going to get her? No, not her. The puppet. With like oh. her little rotted hand over it. Oh, the the movie cover poster. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a really cool tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that's not your favorite. That's creepy in itself. It is. I didn't even think about that one. Because like audi- it's hard. It's a hard question. I've seen so many horror movies that then I get reminded of one. Yeah. 
but like that one, oh man, because audio and visually it's scary. They they did it perfectly.、Mm-hmm. Like how、uh, I remember that one scene where she walks into the house and then like I'm over here or whatever, and you know that it's not her, or you know、yeah. that, and I'm just like, oh my god, because she's a ventriloquist and it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it had an ending that you thought was an ending, but it wasn't the ending. It, it was, it was so well done, but、yeah. so like underrated. Underrated. Nobody,、yeah. nobody heard about it. Nobody. Ah. And I totally spoiled <laughs> the ending. Now you watch Dead Silence, you're gonna be like, oh. JC told me again. If you、ending. haven't seen it in the last fifteen years, <laughs> true, it is. And then it had a it had a song. It had a theme song to it. It had. Oh yeah. Man, it was good. The Beware the Stair. Yeah. And and they never pulled away. That was what I really loved about it. They didn't pull away from like the killing scenes. Oh yeah. They they showed it. It wasn't、mm-hmm. just like a cut to black. It was like go, and he's done, and then like, you know what I mean? And well, because I, I think yeah, that was probably coming around out around like Saw era too. So they were、oh, they're、yeah. getting real open with their <laughs> with their gore. Yeah. But but like, even then, they like to maintain that fear. A lot of directors for horror films cut to black because they know that the imagination of the person is a lot more. Intense、mm-hmm. than the actual action itself. So what you don't see scares you more than what you do see because you can like gauge, manage, and like work with it.、Mm-hmm. But then they showed it, and it's still a scary movie. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's great about it. I think the the thing that you don't know is you don't know where she could be lurking, but you know what she can do.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's scary. And you have the option of screaming or not screaming to save your life. <laughs> But you've watched this movie where everybody screams, so you don't even know what she's gonna do if you don't. So it's、yeah. pretty, it's pretty creepy <laughs> in its own you right. You never know. But yeah. yeah. All right. Did you have any plugs? Anything you want to mention? Any plugs? Come to some IDC workshops. Yeah. <laughs> They've been going now for like two weeks or a week or I think no no the first IDC workshop will be tomorrow when this podcast is released so yes ta-da definitely go to that they're gonna be taught by、plug. a really cool guy yeah I'm just kidding it's gonna be taught pretty by old、Kayla. though but it's gonna be taught by <laughs> Kayla tomorrow we、yeah. are learning rake it up by Kayla <laughs> for the fiftieth time for the fiftieth time. <laughs> If you haven't learned it yet, <laughs> hop on that.、Um, oh man! But yeah, all right. Well, thank you for doing this, Kayla. Appreciate it.、Um, thank you for being part of People to People, where we just talk and we converse, and hopefully ignite that fire for certain people to do the same out in the world and be a little bit more respectful. And agreeing to disagree, and coexisting without having to turn somebody into an enemy that doesn't believe in what you believe. <laughs> so that is a lot of that. That is the goal of this. Well,、right. thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, I am、uh, gonna end this podcast here, and 
you guys at I'm pointing at my camera that's like my webcam that's for stream like it can see me it can't and you guys out there like only if you mean it subscribe only if you mean it follow only if you mean it go to jessicas.com for all things social media of mine deuces